What's up, everybody? This is Monica. And Angel. And you are listening to the, the KG Worship Corner. Welcome back. Yo! <laughs> Time for the KG <laughs> Worship Corner. We are here. Yes, and we sir. have so much to discuss. <laughs> but we'll break it down to just a few minutes. Yep. Our hearts are full. We're super excited to share some stuff. I'm going to read the scripture and we're going to kick it off um, with this today. Cool? Yep. This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips but their heart is far from me. Matthew 15 and 8. A true heart of worship aligns your heart to God's heart. So we have to develop full alignment of worship in our heart, mind, body, and soul. Have you ever been there? Absolutely. When your mouth was saying something, (laughs) but your heart was saying something different? Yes. Yeah. I think think what's important about... um, being a worshiper right you know I mean we're mainly focused on um people in in music and in the arts Mm -hmm. but truly we are all priests unto God absolutely and we're called to worship him in spirit and truth Mm -hmm. and so it's it it I think personally it's a bigger task for you to be inconsistent (laughs) (laughs) than it is to be consistent yeah like Mm -hmm. yeah it takes work to develop that alignment and unity between your spirit, soul, mind, body, heart, like just everything that you say with your mouth aligning with everything that's on the inside, just the meditation of who you are. It takes something to develop that. But I mean, it's glorious Mm -hmm. when it, it's, it becomes true and it becomes real because like you said, um, it leads to our heart being aligned with God. Yeah. And that's where you experience the true joy of worship, the true joy of knowing him. Having the heart of God. Yep. Yeah. So like we, I think we haven't, (laughs) we haven't even began to tap into knowing the heart of God until we come into that place of alignment. Mm -hmm. And, and I think walking by the spirit, you know, and not fulfilling the lust of the flesh. Yeah. That's some of what that practice is about. And And to me, when you say practicing the presence of God or practicing, you know, worship, do, doing this every day, that's what that is. It's constantly, you know, Paul said, I, I beat my flesh, you know, into submission. Buffet it daily. Yeah. Yeah. So that it's, you know, I'm not counted unworthy of the gospel that I preach, of yeah. the things that I say with my mouth. Man. <laughs> Let me say that again because I don't want anybody to miss it. Yeah. This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. The reason I want to read it again is because my question is, where is your heart? You know, if the Lord is saying your heart is far from him, what really has your heart? What really has the, the, the core of who you are? What really has your intentions, your focus? Um, you often have asked the worship team, and I'm pretty sure you've preached it before, what do you, what's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? That's your God. Yeah. You know, and like, who, who do you talk to at night? You know, yeah. even Sister Marcy just preached, like, who are you laying down with? Are you laying down with fear? Are you laying down with God, with doubt? Are you laying down with the Lord? Yeah. You know, and I believe it's a culture now in the church of saying stuff, yeah. you know, in front of people. <laughs> 
that sounds like, oh, I'm blessed and highly favored, but truly, are you blessed? Yeah. Are you highly favored or are you depressed? <laughs> right. <laughs> are you cutting yeah. yourself in? Like, yeah. Are you drinking yourself to sleep? Let's be honest. Yeah, you let's know? be honest, right? Like, so you had mentioned um, just about, like, you know, what are we thinking about, actually, when we say certain things? And, and um, you know, our bishop, Bishop Willie K, mm-hmm. shout out. Shout out. <laughs> to the cathedral family. <laughs> so he, we're getting into this. Um, we've been talking about the mind, dealing Ooh, with a sound mind for a while. A series. And it's been just really amazing um and now we're kind of getting into the heart and that is like the core of who you are that that subconscious yes that everything flows yes. from and grows from that's the conscious part of you yeah that's that's deep that's you know a lot of times mm. suppressed hidden yes untouched, and you're trying to yes. cover it up constantly Big right time. and so that's the place that God is talking about. Yeah, like, that's where what I is deal your with. heart? Yeah, that's where's your what heart? Lord wants to deal with. And we often, I um, as a worship, oh, this is giving me so much. I'm so <laughs> excited because as a worship leader, I, I think that's mostly our goal is to get people to be vulnerable and give mm-hmm. God their heart mm-hmm. as a worship leader because it's so hard because people come in and they're so guarded they're, yes. they're so they've got it together they look good and they got their suit on and they got the, you know their Sunday's best or they just don't want people to know what they're dealing with I just cussed my spouse out I just slapped my children you yeah. know I just got fired on my job so I gotta have this appearance at church but really and truly our our goal as the, the priest of God is to get you to really be vulnerable really bring your heart the Lord doesn't want that appearance Parents. Yeah. He doesn't want that, oh yeah, I got it together impression. He wants the real you to say, yes. I am broken. Yes. I'm a mess right now. You know, I desperately need you. And that's the goal. Yeah. You know, our goal. Not just on Sunday mornings, period. That's our goal. Every day. You Every know? day. Come in before his throne boldly that we receive grace in time of need. You yeah. know, and so he he gives us those opportunities. And a lot of times we just don't want to. People don't want to be vulnerable anymore. Nobody wants hmm. to be true or real and man like just when you said that that kind of just opened up a picture to me you know just about the goal of the worship leader being to you know just kind of lead you into that place where you become open to God but how do we truly do that right how do we effectively do that and I think it's not none other but to mirror that mirror be a mirror to them for what what they need to do right Mm -hmm. is I'm opening up myself yeah. to God in such a way, you know, being vulnerable, true in heart. In front of you. Right in front of you. And so what that means is like my affections have to be so set on God. Yeah. That I'm not that I'm not conscious of you really. Absolutely. And so that's difficult for us. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay okay I'm glad you said that because on one of our podcasts I kind of touched on it but I didn't go deep into it when the Lord first began to call me I used to spend time in prayer spend time in fasting just me and the Lord and my mom and dad had actually a prayer room outside of the house and I would pray there and just spend all my days and hours just praying with the Lord I was just so in tune with him and one day he was like come from under that rock you know <laughs> and I was like who are you talking to <laughs> you know no, but that's the fact of the matter just wanting to stay in that place with him and now he's like that place that you have with me bring that to other people mm-hmm. you know so that they can feel that same safe place and they can see this is what the lord wants from me you know and i'm like this is our time god i don't want to do this with nobody else yes. it's just me and you he's like yeah i know it's just me and you but i want you to bring this to other people because yeah. they need to know how to do this yeah. you know and so people feel so i mean they they can be so cold looking mm-hmm. a lot of times you know yeah. so i guess you know sunday for example 
So day service and night service to me was very different. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of it has sometimes to do with the way our perception is, mm-hmm. you know, as worshipers. And mm-hmm. so there's an appearance, you know, or we will see with our eyes what is out there or what's beholden or, you know, kind of trying to figure out what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, with, with different people. But that's not necessarily our job. You know, and so to read it, them, right? To, to try to to try to read them, we we have service to the king, like we are here to serve the king and yeah. be a priest unto our God. And so, then Sunday night, though, when we sang, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I got on the keys and started singing, like eyes closed, like the entire time, completely, yeah. and just pouring everything out to God. Yeah. And then it was just like this explosive <laughs> breakthrough. <laughs> Yeah. You know, able to be free. Able to be free. I think once we get lost, naked and people can find Jesus. <laughs> and stop trying to control everything. Yeah. Something that we uh kind of said we would like to talk about today was why aren't people aware that God is everywhere? You know, and that it's not just like like even the things that we say as churchy people or Christians, we have these different sayings and phrases and we actually you wanna kinda of go over Yeah. Okay, so this is gonna be fun. We gotta we have a top seven churchy <laughs> sayings people don't really mean. Are you guys ready for this? Are you ready for this? <laughs> okay, so the number Wait, we need a drum roll. Okay. Kick <laughs> it off. And drum roll. Here we go. Please. Number seven of churchy sayings people don't really mean. I'm waiting on God. <laughs> Expound on that with sister. I'm waiting on God. Okay, so I mean, when y'all say that, what y'all talking about? <laughs> We're going to have to do a live podcast real soon because we need, this will be wonderful for people to insert. Right. Yeah. So I'm waiting on God. I'm like, waiting on God. I mean, Ooh, that's so packed with so much. Are you doing anything? Why are you waiting on God? Why are you waiting on God? Did because, he give you instructions? I mean, I guess the way scripture tells us to wait is not really how people are waiting. Mm-hmm. And they're like literally just not doing anything. <laughs> they just sitting in the house. <laughs> Haven't right. put in the application. Right. But they want a job. <laughs> So it's like, you know, so, all right, Benny Hinn, love him, one of my favorite people. So he was uh, talking about the presence of God Mm -hmm. and he was talking about, you know, just waiting on the Lord. And he said, all right, now waiting on the Lord, this is what this really means. It doesn't mean that I'm just going to sit around and not engage God or I'm just waiting on him to do his thing kind of thing. But it's, it's me you know, in a time of prayer and meditation Mm -hmm. that I wait for him to speak. Yes. You know, like David said, my soul wait on you all day long. Like, so there's like this, this seeking, this longing, constantly, constantly, like I'm searching for you. Like I worship you. I turn towards you, you know, that I will hear your voice that I will hear from you because that's what matters. Yeah. Right. That's what's going to make the difference in my day. Absolutely. And and so another uh, pastor I really like, he was talking about finding the Lord in the word Mm -hmm. and, and how people, you know, they go read and they go, well, I don't understand. And you know, I'm not really getting the word. Well, read until he speaks. Mm -hmm. It's his word. It's his word. Let him explain it. And that's what it is to wait on him. 
But a lot of times, you know, it goes back to the alignment thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, every part of us is in a line. And so, we got all these different pieces that are, like, wild and free mm-hmm. and ready to just, you know, go do whatever it wants to do. <laughs> and my soul really needs to just be still. Be still. And wait to hear his voice because he comes in that place of stillness. And that's a discipline. Yep. That the saints raising my hand. Y'all can't see me. (laughs) Y'all can't see me, but I'm raising my hand. That the saints need to learn. Yeah, you got to practice it. Being still before the Lord. Not just naturally, but spiritually. Being still. Yeah. Um, And just so you guys can know before we continue... The reason we're doing the churchy sayings that came about because we were just talking about the power of your words mm-hmm. and the looseness of your natural tongue could be an indication of a stammering spiritual tongue. Yeah. Wanna hit that and wanna <laughs> keep on going. <laughs> oh man. Okay, we can we can keep going. We'll talk that, about that. Oh, we're gonna come back to we'll that. We'll come back to that, yeah. Number six, I'm praying for you. I'll keep you in my prayers. <laughs> now y'all know good and well, y'all not praying for them people. <laughs> Y'all they put these lils praying hands under their status. They say they're depressed, they want to kill themselves, or their mama just died. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. Did you pray for them? Pray. Or is that just something you said? Right. Or like, you know, they I'm praying for you is like supposed to be you praying for me. <laughs> oh, or that statement means that statement I'm, means praying, I'm for praying for you. you. Like I just That's prayed saying that. <laughs> That's all I get. Yeah, I'm hanging like, on so, the thread right now. That's so look, all I it's get. so loose. This is the problem. <laughs> this is the problem with that. Looseness. It's so loose that people who don't even go to church say it. Like, Man. I was somewhere getting my nails done. And um, this girl <laughs> that, like, let me tell you, she, I don't even, act, look, y'all can say I'm judging somebody, but <laughs> the funny. fruit was just wild and free and out there. <laughs> the and she, she wasn't even trying to say she was saved. Like, I mean, she was cursing like doing all kinds of nasty disgusting things and it's <laughs> not pleasing the lord and then she asked somebody about their husband who had gone to jail or something like that mm-hmm. and maybe there was something to do with it not being fair or maybe it was i have no idea but all i know is she brought it up in the nail shop she was so loud talking <laughs> having this conversation for everybody did. about this person's spouse being in jail and she was just like well i'm praying for you honey <laughs> Now like, we know. Now, if you are actually praying, I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know how valuable that is. After all the stuff, I just finished Her hearing you say it. Yeah, Her like blessing and curses coming out of the same tree. Yeah, bitter and, and sweet coming from the same fountain. So the fact that the church people are so like loose with it. Now that's one thing for somebody who's not saved yeah. to say it, but it's another thing for somebody who claims to be in the body of Christ yep. and yells, I'm praying for you, honey. <laughs> it ain't praying like I told you since they prayed over their food. <laughs> the next time they go pray is when they bless their food. Yep. Let's be real, you know. And I just want to interject here. Why this means so much to me is because something that I have learned, the spirit world doesn't recognize you. The spirit world doesn't even honor anything that you're saying because you're all around just flapping your little gums. And then when you get in prayer, now you want to be all deep. Yep. Those same angels, those same demons were around while you was cussing, while you was talking down on people, while you were being disrespectful, yep. while you were not honoring the Lord. Now you want to get in prayer or in front of people and you deep. Yep. No. <laughs> Number five, the devil is busy. 
for the devil thought he had me. That's yours. <laughs> That's yours. So, okay, what I don't like about this one is, and and maybe you mean it when you say it, but <laughs> what I don't like about this one is, um, as a, as children of God, like we're called to glory in Him. We're ca- we're called to glory in God and to magnify Him. And so when we spend so many of our words exalting the devil and his works mm-hmm. like how can we bring true worship to god Absolutely. right so true worship causes me to magnify god in such a way that i can't help but realize he is present yeah with me he is yes, present yes, yes, yes. all around me i find him everywhere mm-hmm. right and then people are able to become more conscious of god because I'm so, like God is my reality, mm-hmm. you know, not not what Satan is doing. Absolutely. As if his power had any like comparison to the power of God. None. And they speak about Satan as if he's on the same level of God. He's not. He was created by God. He was created by God. Like maybe like him and Art the Archangel Angel Michael is on yeah, the same that's level, a, yeah, right? Like that's, that's a comparison. But not God. But like, not to God. There's <laughs> no so, God versus the devil. Y'all no get those God cartoons versus, out your head. Please. Because <laughs> it's not real. So we just got to stop magnifying the devil. Like, yeah. especially as those who are called to sing songs of worship, lift up the sound of the Lord, the yeah. song of the Lord. Mm. You know, we got to, the words that I say is the song. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I'm singing every day with everything Absolutely. I say. Absolutely. My life is a song. That's yep. <laughs> Blessed and highly favored. All right, this number four? Yes. Okay, that's yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got already <laughs> kicked it off before we even started calling his eyes. I forgot it was one on the list. <laughs> but blessed and highly favored. Are you truly blessed and highly favored? I mean, like, we can just say in general the saints are, but is your lifestyle exemplifying it? Something I bishop convicted me real strong with like a couple of years ago was just simply you sitting here going around telling me if you're a Christian and you're blessed and highly favored but you're broke and you're living in poverty and your children see this you know what I'm saying and to me that's a big strong thing for the saints to just really evaluate are you blessed yeah are you highly favored are you still in the same place you were 25 years ago what is the reason? Is there something over you? Is there a curse? Have yeah. you not broken something? But you just like to say these sayings and your children, your family is looking at you. You're blessed and highly favored, but you keep borrowing $20 from us each week. Let's just be real. <laughs> Let's just be real. What's going on? I just want to say, what's going on? Why would I serve your God? If you're so blessed and highly favored. Right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I know saying. it sounds like... It's funny, but we're like so serious. We're serious. About the we're, we're, fun, but we're very serious. <laughs> I think like the thing with that one is it's like, you know, maybe some people may argue where I'm speaking in, into existence. I'm okay. prophesying. So let me talk about that <laughs> because that's cool. Like, yes, yeah, scripture tells us to do that. It's definitely necessary that our words align, mm-hmm. but it needs to align with something. Like if you're exactly. not taking the action come on action to deal with that path you know what i'm saying like what are what is my faith without action yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know what are these words if there's nothing to come behind it so if i'm not doing anything you know but just walking around i'm i'm just speaking it i'm just speaking it okay (laughs) what are you like our bishop taught us that 
if there are no instructions to your prophecy, then it is not. Real. Then that might not be a real prophecy. <laughs> Period. Right. Like it might be inspirational words. We can go a lot of places with that, but let's go oh, to number three. A lot. I mean, I had so much. Number three, not today, Satan. <laughs> That's you. Okay, not today, Satan. Like, to me, people speak that not even um, open or aware of the reality. Not nowhere of the enemy. close. Nowhere close to nowhere being aware. Close. You know, they got t-shirts like that in the French quarters. <laughs> I was with somebody and I saw the shirt, not today, Satan. I was like, everybody say that. Like, everybody say that. Everybody dressed it. It was actually on uh, one of my favorite... Um, TV shows, uh, The Flash. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Like, Cisco, Cisco came out of one of his little portals. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Wait a minute. And they, and the I portal. don't know, he came to fight somebody and he was like, not today, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> and attacked them. Oh but my gosh. <laughs> it was so funny, but okay. Wow. Even though this is a, this is a TV show, right? Mm-hmm. But at least on this TV show, he had some kind of action behind what he was saying. <laughs> he was doing something. And took him out. But we don't We use, just say that and just... We just say that and just somebody get on, on our nerves. We don't use any of our weapons. Mm-hmm. Any weapons that the Lord has given us. Mm-hmm. Like, namely prayer. <laughs> to <laughs> to begin to fight and war against the works of Satan. Right. You know, through the weapons that he has given us by speaking the word over the things that the enemy is saying to us right Absolutely. like saying not today satan is not <laughs> a, 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 a weapon. word it's not a weapon <laughs> you're not fighting satan with you're it you're not fighting satan wait right? you know what's so good about what you're saying a lot of churches a lot of pastors don't teach spiritual warfare yeah so what we're saying about um the power of your words and the looseness of your tongue to some people doesn't even matter because they don't even realize it's a battle going on yes. around them they don't even realize the destruction that life and death is happening all the time that they're speaking so yeah. they're just like what's the big deal with saying not today Satan? y'all too deep yeah you know it's, it's overkill actually <laughs> we're not being deep and there's actually a battle deep. going on at all times yes. you know there's a war going on you know so saying warfare there a lot of people aren't taught that yeah you know it's really in a in a simple like the practical things Mm -hmm. where you know you hear people i've heard people say satan is in the details you can find you know the adversary working of a plan or defeating people through the small details the Mm -hmm. things we ignore the things we glaze over and we want to kind of push to the side because Mm -hmm. oh i know what that means or that's Mm -hmm. not a big deal Mm -hmm. but it actually is you know life and death is in the power zone like everything that we say it means something, mm-hmm. you know, and when you really believe that reality that life and death is in the power of your tongue, you start to discipline yourself to speak in truth only, you know, yeah. and to speak the word of God to where it aligns and it actually produces power, Yeah, you know, and so we wonder why when we pray for people, nothing happens. I mean... <laughs> these know. angels ain't carrying nothing out that you're saying because and these demons been, ain't backing up you've been playing you've been playing all the time they don't take you seriously jesus i know paul i know preach <laughs> but missionary are you <laughs> i'm laughing but it's so 
serious. I'm going to just say this and we're going to go back to the, to the thing. Y'all see how it doesn't take much for us to just go into a tangent. But I remember the Lord was teaching me about fighting against different demonic forces. And he was telling me, you need to learn how to do these things in your private time before you publicly get in front of anybody. Yeah. I need to teach you these things. And people don't understand. It's real. It's yeah. not a game, you yeah. know? <laughs> I'm a back out of this. All right. Because we could go number, number two. two. Number two. Look at God. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's you. I mean, it's probably supposed to be me, but that's you. <laughs> Look at God. Okay, so, you know, people just say stuff. That one is just the. That's the you're just saying stuff. You could, really, is it God? Really? And really, are you in tune with what the Lord is doing? Really? And honestly, Angel has said that. So I won't even. <laughs> this is. A, we're saying stuff on behalf of everybody. This yeah, is not yep. just like, oh, we're shooting anybody down. I too have said it myself. Honestly, you know? yeah, we can point these things out because we see them, you know, we've seen them in ourselves first. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. That one is. I just always kind of feel about that one you just saying something you just saying it look at god. anything <laughs> what's you know what's it but god? sometimes it's like a haughtiness or a prideful thing to say something churchy i've learned that like around different people at co-workers or whatever they'll say different things to have the appearance of being something that they're really not so saying yeah. look at god oh i'm blessed baby yeah. have a blessed day and they really yeah. I know Bishop always talked, like, he's talked before about um, just how we say something like that. Like, oh, we knew all along <laughs> what the Lord was doing. Did you? <laughs> Didn't have a clue. Did you? Didn't even talk to the Lord today. Not not, not this week. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about look at God. No, like, I'm way over here. <laughs> I'm trying to do this over here. But, and you way over there. Struggling because you're not doing it with me. Right. Talk about look at God. Yeah, just saying. And anything. don't you know that Satan will bless you or Satan will allow ooh, some good ooh. to come your way and you'll be saying, Look at God. I was I ain't gonna go too deep because <laughs> I can tell my own business right there. But I had a conversation with my dad today about a season of my life where everything turned really dark. And I and it started off with good things happening. But now that I'm more mature and I understand Satan was opening these doors so I could walk through them, not realizing it was a trap wow. to destroy me. So we'll say, oh, look at God. I was so excited about these doors that opened. I didn't realize it wasn't God opening those doors. Wow. So we need to stop just quickly saying, look yeah. at God. It could be look at Satan. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you have to, you have to, um, you have to test the spirit and then like the way that we like to say it is put every spirit on trial mm-hmm. put it on trial like just like in the courtroom mm-hmm. right you test you know, this thing out test this thing out mm-hmm. like who are you where'd who you come from you? who sent you <laughs> who sent you why are you here like be suspicious of everything like guilty until proven absolutely it's <laughs> the price you go pay for not testing it out you go wish you had <laughs> Trust me. Number one churchy saying people don't really mean. Drum right, roll, y'all please. Ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> I give honor to God, who is the head of my life. <laughs> my favorite one. <laughs> and you know what they Preach really mean? Monica, is what they that, mean? Um, this is me giving honor to this God right now. This is me right, now, right here. This. I'm saying, it. I'm saying this, this is my honor to God. <laughs> here you go, God. Take this honor. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm mentioning your name first, Lord. I get together. <laughs> Before I give my BT Awards speech. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Even though the song could have had cocaine, heroin, it could have had me taking somebody's husband in the song. Right. But I'm giving on to God. I'm giving on Before I God. take this award. For giving me this talent. <laughs> I could have shot somebody dead in front of the song. grocery store, but I'm giving honor to God. I'm giving honor to God, who is the head of my life. Is he? Is he the head of your but life? I mean, but you know what? <laughs> we laughing about that. But it's the, well, we mean it. It's the looseness and the lack of holiness of the church that has yeah. allowed these free passes. And this is the way the world laughs at the church. Yep. The same exact way we're it's laughing. It's mockery. Like, like, really? Yeah, it's like, you know, oh, I can say that mm-hmm. if that's what that means. You, you know, you have no power behind what you say anyway. So right, I can say it too. So everybody is able to grab hold because we've taken the sacred things of God and just played with them, yeah. used them loosely, and not had any like substance of holiness behind them. And yeah. the the less purity in less in power. in the church, the less power. And like the world, Satan is able to take stuff and just play with it and you know, casually flaunted all over the place to bring it to mean absolutely nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I think we kind of talked about honor a little bit on the last uh, episode and just mentioning how honor, honor is about walking in the works or in the footsteps of somebody else, taking that work that they've done to another level, honoring what they have done by carrying on that truth. And so, I mean, for me to give honor to God, it's for me to walk in the works that he did in the earth through Jesus Christ, mm. right? So scripture tells us that as he was, so are we in this world. Yeah. And so that's that has to be a song of our heart. It has to be our goal. Like Jesus came for one reason, and that's to destroy the works of the devil. Yeah. And, and that's to, for me to give honor mm-hmm. to him is for me to walk in that truth <laughs> live like that. i gotta live like that all right let me put my feet in these shoes yes right because that's what it is for us it's victory one but we're not developing ourselves practicing into that way yeah every day by bringing our flesh into and into the obedience you know of our spirit and bringing that full alignment of our you know spirit soul mind body and heart because everything that we do when it comes to worship it just makes a difference right so so you had mentioned earlier about um the inconsistency Mm -hmm. inconsistency of our tongue our natural tongue with our heart you know the truth in our heart like that whole inconsistency there to me it inflects it reflects uh, a difference or inconsistency in the language yeah. of heaven that flows from our mouth like speaking in tongues so if because you know i don't always measure people on whether or not they have the Holy Spirit by speaking in tongues. What do you say in English? Difficult, right. <laughs> what are you saying in English? Because there is Holy Ooh, What is Holy Spirit for? Why yeah. why did Jesus why did he leave so that this gift can come and live and dwell 
on the inside of us. It's so that our heart will be transformed in such a way that it reflects the righteousness, the holiness of God. And we're able to worship in spirit and truth, you know, and not just be so wild and free to say anything, but knowing how to tame our tongue because we have a tamer. Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. you know, will like cause us to don't say that, you know, don't speak that because you're speaking conviction, conviction, right? Conviction. Where is the conviction saints i mean it where is the conviction to the point where people are afraid to say certain things are afraid to mingle with certain things and be around certain things anymore the holy ghost doesn't stop you anymore and tell you you know i don't want you to do that today actually i want you to stay in today actually you shouldn't hang out with them or if you're gonna go do xyz you don't have any conviction anymore people just and people like well i can do this and still be saved you know get right to the edge as opposed to how far can i press into the lord you know no i want to do as much as i can but conviction yep so I think we should read that James uh, 3 scripture. But yeah, so you were saying, <laughs> how far can, to the edge can I go in the world? <laughs> and but nobody saved. challenges themselves. <laughs> so how far can I press into God? How far can I press into the Lord and leave things in this world? Right, like how, how, much can I, how much can I just dig in and challenge myself to walk in the ways of Jesus like he walked in the earth how far can I really go can I really walk on water like Mm -hmm. you know people laugh it's always funny when I bring that up and you know and I say you know when the last time you tried to walk on water or something I ask somebody that you know because I've tried (laughs) I went in but (laughs) you know make it but but the question for me in that is how far how far yeah you know can I press in Mm -hmm. and I believe that I can press in you know um uh Bill Johnson said something, you know, on a message and he said, um, I believe that water longs to be walked on again because the whole earth is groaning. It's waiting for the manifestations of the sons sons of God. 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 I want to be ruled by the sons of God. So yeah, (laughs) I'll command, you know, under your command, I'll bring these water molecules together to come into a solid state (laughs) to serve you, right? For the glory of God. (laughs) Do we believe it though? You know, like, do we truly believe that the word of God is real? Or is it just this cool story? You know, these great, amazing historical stories. Or is this supposed to be how we're supposed to be living? Is the question. Yeah. Yeah. Bishop preached a series just about, you know, bringing Christ, like God being your reality. Like the kingdom being your everyday reality like is that real to you yeah what's your reality that's heavy james 3 and 3 through 6 just so y'all can know where we were going with the uh seven churchy sayings (laughs) yeah (laughs) behold we put bits in the horse's mouth that they may obey us and we turn about their whole body behold also the ships which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds Yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Even so the tongue is a little member, and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. Amen. Amen. That's heavy. I think the essence of just everything that we talked about today is, you know, 
that now is the time where God is seeking for true worshipers. Yes. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. Thank you for listening to the KG Worship Corner. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. See you next time. time.